Clingers have spoken. Hello, everybody, and welcome into episode four of season 44 of The Clingers Have Spoken. Well, season, what, four of The Clingers Have Spoken? Season 44 of Survivor. We just watched it. My name is Joel. That's Michael. And we're here to talk about it. Michael, how are you feeling, buddy? Feeling good, man. Been in a long day of meetings, so just add one more Zoom meeting to my day. Yeah, put it on the schedule, you know. I it's it's funny. I I I've set my schedule so that I get off an hour early so I can watch Survivor and do this with you. It's like it's like set in my schedule and it's probably the funnest thing on my schedule every week. Um I hope it is the same for you. We saw a good one tonight. I I didn't know where it was going to go. I don't know if it was the right thing for the producers to do and the game to play out that way. But let's start with the tribe swap, right? So like this is the first time that we've seen something like this in this new age of in the 40s, correct? Did did we watch like one yes. person get pulled from a tribe? So so it's no. kind of like yeah, yeah. So it's it's interesting, you know, giving giving them to a new tribe but then screwing them by just giving them an idol at the same time. So kind of like whatever you've built is is under fire. Well, how did the people not expect that everyone would have an idol in that situation? Like, it's basically like coming back from Edge of Extinction. Like, they're going to have an idol, everybody. Look out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. And that's crazy because, like, we got to talk about Sarah and her mindset throughout all of this. So, like, Sarah probably, like, assumed he had an idol. Like, they all assumed that he had an idol. Except for Carolyn, I guess. And at first, at first. And she just was so confident that she didn't need to use her own that he would vote for Carolyn instead. Which is interesting. Like... I, I just think that that's so interesting. And now we're seeing like, there's just a lot going on. I have a lot of thoughts and I don't know how, in what order to say them, you know, like there's so many things going on and this was just another act of randomness and it stinks for Sarah, but her overconfidence bitter. And even if she was accurately confident and played her idol, it was fake. So, I don't know. Like, if you're, it, that's such like an impossible situation. I'm like thinking, I'm like, man, I don't know how anybody gets through this. I don't know. Well, I mean, Sarah was on the outs of her tribe before. So the last time that tribe went to tribal, they voted against her. You na- like, she was the only person on the losing side still left. So, yeah. you know, I think that uh, it wasn't too shocking to me that she ended up going home because she was already on the bottom of her tribe. I know that Carson had told her she, that she was the one he wanted to play with from the tribe still and all that. So, but ultimately Carson's not going to go into a two, two vote. He would have sided with the, the two that he's voted with before. And it would have been three to one anyways. I don't feel mm-hmm. for her that much. Uh, Sarah, I like, she didn't do anything that made me think she was like great survivor player. She didn't do anything that made me think she was a terrible survivor player. 
She just got voted out early and we'll never see her again. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's tough. And it was so funny when she got voted off and her like confessional at the end where she's like, ah, it feels terrible walking out with an idol in my pocket. And it's like, girl, it's going to feel worse when you're watching yourself walk out with a fake idol in your pocket. I mean, like you had no shot. (laughs) yeah just be thankful you didn't play it and then you didn't have to live with having played a fake idol oh my gosh yeah yeah like and somebody's gonna do that somebody's gonna do that um but just man like it's so interesting because i feel like in survivor you're playing and you're trying to have the most knowledge but the fact of the matter is you may just not have any knowledge like the whole game and you could just be screwed because <laughs> like you, you think you're playing a certain game, but no, like the real game is very different. Um, knowledge is power, as they say. And if you don't true. have the knowledge, knowledge you don't have the power. That's what Matt was talking about. You're... He was like, I'm going to share this with Carson to, to uh, share some knowledge to get a little bit of power. That's yeah. what he did. Share some selectively share some knowledge, you know, so like yeah, let's chat about these swap ups. These swap ups. So Carson goes to the Ratu tribe, and Matthew starts talking to him, and he's the only one that we see talking to him, I guess. Um, but he tells him, "Hey, like I know Jamie has an idol because I watched her find it, but he knows that it's fake, which no one else does at this point." And it's just like he's he's saying I'm getting these people to trust me by just feeding them lies, basically, which is a terrifying personality trait to have, but probably pretty effective in Survivor. And that's just so interesting. We'll see how effective it is, because I think once like it's a great way to build trust with people by them feeling like you're telling them something. But as soon as like you lie to them once and they figure it out, I feel like all of that trust is gone. You know, like there's no backpedaling. Like there's like, Oh, well I just didn't, I just, there wasn't any time before tribal to tell you. That's one thing people say, but you can't say that you can just like, yeah, sorry. I bold faced lie to you. So, but that was just one. That's the only thing I was lying about. Like, okay. Hard to excuse that one. Yeah. And like, so that's the interesting thing, right? So if I, I feel like with, with him, the only reason that people would have doubts that he like set her up for that would be if he played his idol, because then it'd be like, okay, well he, he had, he was able to make a fake, but, um, say Jamie gets on the jury or Carson is on the jury can he even say that that was like a move that he did to set himself apart and then be okay with that? You know, like if, if my ally member gave me a fake idol, I wouldn't vote for them to win. I'd be like, that was so stupid of you. Like what is wrong with you? Like we could have teamed up and played this a certain way, but no, you just threw me under the bus thinking I had a safety blanket. Like, that's just, you know, so it's interesting. Like, he probably has to get them out soonish, which it doesn't seem like he wants to do. He wants to build trust and take them a long way. But, like, after you take them that way, are they going to respond 
kindly to you lying to them. We'll see. I mean, I feel like Matthew is uh, a type of character that we haven't really seen on the show before because he's like really strategic, but it's not exactly strategy that we've seen played out before. So it's sort of galaxy brain strategy, but we'll see if he's just like, if he's like, I feel like it's possible to think about survivor like too deeply when you're playing and you can get like three, four, five levels too deep into strategy when all you need to be thinking about is how can I get to the end and how can I get there with people that I can beat? But like, don't like, I don't think people at final tribal care like what you did pre-merge move wise. So like he might be planting seeds, but like if he thinks these are like his moves that are going to win him the game eventually, like he could be setting up the chessboard for himself in his own mind. But I don't know. I'm not really buying it. I'm not really buying Matthew. Like, I I don't know. Like he just, the vibes he's giving me are not like that guy's going to win survivor. And you know, I've been wrong before, but I don't know. I'm just not that into his, like he thinks he's way smarter than everyone else out there. And he might be, but I don't know that that equates into winning or being the best player. Yeah. So like looking at the Ratu tribe, I mean, Beside him and, like, Lauren, it doesn't really seem like many people are, like, going to be that good in strategy. Like, Kane, I don't think Kane's going to be that smart. I don't think Brandon is going to be that smart. I don't think Jamie is going to be that smart with with being a strategic player. So, like, I guess in that group, yeah, like, Matthew may be, like, the smart, witty, strategic player of that group. But when he gets set up with these other people... You know, you don't think him and Danny are going to, you don't think, you think he could take Danny? I don't think he could take Danny. Like, Carson, Jam Jam, like, I feel like he's in this group. He he can manipulate whatever he wants, but once he gets out of this group in the merge, I think that's going to be extremely difficult to do. Because um, the strategic players typically last. Well, I mean, if you if you present as a strategic player like matthew does and you are a strategic player like you're probably going to get voted out if you present as a strategic player and you're actually not as strategic as like you think you are like sarah for example or uh you're going to get voted out but if you don't present as a strategic player and you are like carolyn you have a great chance in today's survivor world like yeah, she's just having people like want to help her for for no reason other than they think she's not going to win. But it's like if you get to the end and you're like, I had people volunteering to play idols for me, this and that. Like, do you think that she told Josh tonight, like, hey, play it for yourself? Because that's what she said. She her what her two options were. I can either tell Josh that he should play it for himself and we vote Sarah out or I let him play it for me and we vote Josh out. If those are the only two options that could have happened, then we can assume Carolyn told Josh, Hey Josh, they're voting for you. So, you know, play your idol for yourself and we'll vote Sarah out because, uh, you know, Carolyn was, was acting so good tonight, acting like she was going home 
acting like she was in a spat with Jam Jam. And she might, that might be legitimate because she could have voted with them tonight. She could have uh, played up to Josh Moore. I'm in trouble. You're safe, but let's be together. You can play this for me and we can vote, you know, whatever. And she didn't do that. Uh, In fact, she voted with Josh. I thought it was a great move by Carolyn tonight because Mm -hmm. if I'm Carolyn, I'm looking like, okay, neither of those other two are close with Josh. They both want Josh out. Sarah is closer with Jam Jam than Sarah is to me. So if I vote Sarah out, I am now closer to both of the people in my tribe than they are to each other, which is right where you want to be in a three-person tribe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... Carolyn, there's just so much to get into with her her thought process and how she how she played the game tonight. Like, okay, the the X's actually made sense. And that was actually like pretty decent and she didn't get caught. And like you may think that doesn't make sense, but I mean like Sarah totally fell for it, tooth and like everything. Like she fell for it completely. And even if people are like, no, I don't think that's what that means. I think that just means that it's gone, then it's just gone. And then they think that the other girl had it. And it's like, what a weird thing that I would never do, but worked and was good and effective. Um, you look like you have thoughts about that. So why did Carolyn hide the fake idol? Why didn't she hide the key and put the fake idol back in the bag? Why, 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 why? But that I feel like that's more sketchy. Like I feel like that spends more time in the thing, and then like if someone does find the key, which they may not, because there's no sign of like where the key may be. I guess she could make a sign. She could make the X's just on the ground somewhere. Well, that's what I'm saying. Just why didn't she just put the key where she put the fake idol and put the fake idol in the bag inside the cage? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she was just worried about going to the birdhouse again for any considerable amount of time. I don't know. Like, it didn't make sense um, to me why she just hid the fake idol, because then people are still like, but what's inside the birdcage? Yeah. It, just, it yeah. just didn't make sense to me. Well, it's like, because didn't they think that they that it was empty? Like, the way they, they saw it, I was like, you know, there's like nothing in there. Like, that's that's empty. Like, someone grabbed it. Right? Didn't they say that? I don't know. I think they said that, and maybe they'd be thrown off if they're if it looked different or something like that. Um, but it's just like casting doubt into all these other people's mind, regardless, you know, and then thinking that someone else had found it. Um, so that was crazy. And then the whole thing with Josh. So like, this is why I would never play with Carolyn because she's mad at Jam Jam. But I, if I'm Jam Jam, I'm thinking the exact same thing. It's like when Josh comes in, we're going to have to act like someone's on the outs. And who's most believable to be on the outs? I don't want my name out there. Carolyn, it's you because you're weird. You're weird. And, like, we're just going to talk to him and say, yeah, we're going to think it's Carolyn. And then you're just going to be like, oh, I don't really like those people, like, and all this stuff. And it's like... I would be doing that same thing, and Carolyn just just, just got really frustrated with Jam Jam, and I hope they can mend their relationship because I think they have a good a th- good thing going. But like, 
when someone is that temperamental and like anything that's like you, you, anything you say is just like, you're telling them to do this thing. Then I, I'm out like, cause that, that's, is it inconsistent with me? And I feel like she will cut me whenever she wants to. And that's just really frustrating for me. So I was watching and I was like, as soon as they lost, I was like praying, like, please jam, jam, please not jam, jam. Like do not send him home. Cause if I walk into that and I look at that and I want to get out somebody that I think is going to be a threat, I would have voted jam, jam out myself, but no, it's Carolyn. It's actually Carolyn. And no one has picked up on that. I mean, and, and will they ever pick up on that? Like, because I don't think Carolyn is going to go and be like telling Jam Jam like about the great move that she just made. Like uh, she's not the kind of person who's going to be like letting people know about her resume. But like she's got an idol. Like she's out here deciding votes. She's out here like really deceiving people with her acting. Like acting like I don't know what's going on or acting like, oh, my gosh, it's me. I'm falling apart. Uh, it. Yeah, her Carolyn is like she's in beast mode right now. Honestly, I think she has a great chance to win because I don't I don't know who's going to catch on because like people will underestimate her and they will get voted out and then they will realize that Carolyn that they underestimated Carolyn. And then when they're sitting on the jury, they'll be like, I underestimated her and she voted me out. That's my bad. She actually is good at this game. Maybe she deserves a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy, man. Like, if she wins, that's going to be, like, mind-blowing. Like, she, you said Matthew was, like, oh, what what did you say? Like, metagaming or whatever. Like, galaxy braiding this thing. And it's, like, kind of, maybe, like, since Carolyn's brain is, like, maybe not from the same galaxy as everyone's else, everyone else's, it's, like, oh, well, she's, like, attacking in a completely different way than we've seen done before. You know, like we've seen people come in and be like, Oh, I just want to be like the fun guy around camp. But really like I'm a, I'm a strategist. Carol's just like, I'm weird, but I'm going to use what I have at my disposal and I'm going to win and I'm going to get people to do what I want them to do somehow. And we'll figure that out when we get there. Like, Crazy. Yeah, it's like when you're playing card games with like a little kid and you're trying to teach him how to play. So like you're like looking at their hand and you're like, okay, yeah, you should play, you should play this one here or this one here. Cause they're learning how to play and they don't know how to play. But like that kid is actually really knows how to play already. And like you're just giving them a huge advantage by tipping like you're just giving them hints and telling them what they should do. Like Carolyn fully knows yeah. what she's doing out there and people are just giving her hints because they're not worried about her taking advantage of the hints and tips and tricks that they're giving her. And she's just taking advantage of them and she's going to be setting herself up. She's, she's the, it's a tribe started out with six people. There are now three and she's in the power position of that three. Like she's set yeah. up perfectly because People aren't going to be coming to Tika at the merge. They're not going to be coming for Tika at the merge. You know, if they're down to three people and then they've really got two Tika, old school Tikas plus Josh, 
and Carson isn't really hanging out with them, like no one's going to vote Carolyn and Jam Jam out. Like yeah. they could go the whole way. And then Carolyn could sit at the end. It's like against Jam Jam and say, yeah, he wasn't even on the right side of all the votes, but I was. So deal with it. <laughs> yeah. And that would be a valid argument. That would be correct to say like, oh my gosh, it's just crazy. I wonder how much longer they're going to go before they merge everybody. We're at 13 now. So I think the last time they merged at 12 and then one person got voted out before they merged or whatever. Um, I'm very interested to see if they do the exact same format this season as they had the last three seasons, but they did change it up this time with this. So I don't know. I'm curious. I'm curious to see what a merge looks like. And I'm curious if they go back out there, what happens if Tika goes back to tribal, which Carolyn is one of the three people that have to participate. So that is totally possible. You know, she Um, is terrible in challenges. She's terrible. Like the, the immunity challenge today, she did really well, but in the, in the reward challenge, it looked like it, that first immunity challenge where she couldn't throw the buoy over this like hole. Like, it's just like, yeah, it oh was my like, gosh, what, her, what are you doing? Like you have to grab on you have to pull it like all the way back. Like, and not put your hand yeah. in front of it. Like, it's and, not that it, hard to do. Just watch what the person next to you is doing. It's like, she doesn't know how to use her body. Right. Like, cause I mean, it's all the, those two challenges, like all arms and like on the catapult this time, she would like grab it, pull it and then like not let go and then let go, you know? And it's just kind of like, you've got to, you've got to put your weight behind all these things. That's why like they make these challenges so that not like the strongest people can actually still do them. It's because your body has a lot of inertia, like use it, you know, like, like that's, you can do this. You're totally fine. You just have to like put your body into it. And I guess she just doesn't know how to do that, which again feeds into the idea that she's kooky and weird and is incapable of winning, which just, which just makes her that much more dangerous. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll see if they go back to tribal cause they very well could. They very well could. I wonder, I wonder if she picks jam jam over Josh or vice versa. I hope she picks Jam Jam over Josh. Josh kind of seems like a dud. Like he's, there's not really much personality there. At least they haven't shown that. He lied about being a surgeon for no reason. Like who who cares? What's the difference between a physical trainer and a surgeon? If somebody's on the island, I don't know. Like you're there to play the game and win. You're not fooling me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I I don't really get the whole lying about your job thing. Like I, I don't think that has had that much of an impact. Madeline said she doesn't think it's ever helped anyone in Survivor. I think Tony from Kagayan might have something to say about that. Um but yeah. because then you can tell a certain person or two what your actual job is and they like you more um uh, because you you opened up to them or whatever. But I mean I yeah, I don't I don't think that lying about no like, being a surgeon, like, I guess maybe if you're a surgeon, people won't want to give you a million dollars because they think you're rich or they'll be more threatened by you because they think you're smart. 
because you're still clearly going to be a physical threat, whether you say you're a physical trainer or not. So like maybe And I'm pretty sure he told his original tribe that he was a surgeon too. Like, so it's like, that's a lie that will easily be found out. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't get that. Cause Sarah, they, they literally were like, I think he's lying to us. And I, I'm, I think he's a surgeon. It's like, dude, <laughs> think, you have to be consistent in your lies on survivor or yeah, they're going to be so yeah. easily found out. Yeah. Like, man. So just not, not really looking forward to seeing him more. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jamie on the green tribe is very interesting. We'll see if, uh, if Danny and Heidi work with Matt and Franny, I would like to see that four work together. I think that could be fun. Um, I hope they stick together, but Jamie has an idol. Maybe she plays her fake one. (laughs) goes home but uh yeah i don't know man that's just so so crazy um that we'll see we'll see what happens anything else in the episode that i'm i'm blanking on right now um not particularly i mean i I was thinking about that like jamie played what if she plays the wrong idol and she plays the one that's fake and then she goes home but obviously if they say that one's fake she's just gonna pull the other one out and try to play it like yeah you know yeah um like yeah yeah and maybe maybe they merge or whatever and she uh, she's gonna throw that one away and then she'll just have the fake one so if she could just make it to like the merge then i guess she'll use her fake she'll have to use her fake anyway but until then she'll just use the disposable one and i mean there can be some benefit to having multiple fake idols if you know they're fake because you can you know dupe people but there's just going to be so many fake idols swimming around that at least we got one fake idol out of the game tonight so we've only got a few more left so if these all these other fake idols can go ahead and people can get voted out pretty soon that would help uh so that we can only see you know the real thing yeah I, i i thought that tonight's twist was really shocking I love the way they played it up. It was just like, oh, you get an idol. And every, they're all so happy and so thrilled. <laughs> and it's like, Madeline is like, what? That was the easiest idol ever. And I was like, there's a catch. There's got to be a catch. Yeah. They're not just handing out idols. They're at least going to make it interesting where there's a dilemma or something. And it's like, okay, you get an idol, but you have to change tribes. And that idol is basically so that you can't say we screwed you over. That's what that idol is for, so that you can't say, I would have won Survivor if production hadn't screwed me over. Okay, here's here's an idol that you can use, and then you can use that idol to get through a vote, and once that vote happens, somebody's going to get voted voted out. There's going to be cracks. You're going to know where those are at that point. Then you're going to be playing Survivor again. So I thought if you're going to swap screw people, that's a fine way to do it. Like, here's an idol that's going to expire in two tribal councils. Uh, You might not even go to a tribal council between now and then, but just in case you do, here you go. So you can't say you got swap screwed. I just don't know how the the people on Tika didn't, like, assume Josh had one. I mean, that that should have been, like, it wasn't like a random draw where all the people got swapped around. It was like, they're not just going to, like, screw Josh over that bad by just putting him on a new tribe with three other people and no defense. 
Yeah, I think that, I mean, I think that they probably assumed that there's a possible, there's a, at least a pretty big possibility he has an idol. But like Carolyn's obviously knew he had an idol because he told her. And Sarah in her confessional said, there's probably, he probably has an idol. And if he pulls it out, I'll just pull mine out. And he had an idol and he used it. And she didn't use hers because he made her, her feel that comfortable that she didn't need to, which is pretty daring. I'd say, um, in that when you're on the bottom of the tribe, one vote, and then the next vote, you're like, I think I got this. Nah, no, that's not how that works. Um, but yeah, that was, that was it, man. Looking forward to next week. We'll see if, uh, Matthew goes home or not. He was like, I've trained my whole life for this. Now I climbed a rock and I broke my arm. And it's like, all right, all right, yeah, man. Kind of did that to yourself a little bit, and then we'll see if you actually go home or if that's just a confessional. I think it's just a confessional. Yeah, if he was going home, they wouldn't have put that much detail in the trailer for it. So I don't think he's going anywhere. Yeah, there would have been like medivac. There would have been like an ambulance on scene. There would have been like all this. They would have shown someone going home and people being sad, but they wouldn't have shown who it was. Right. Yeah, they would have shown like the chopper or whatever. Get to the yeah. chopper. The Jeff saying, so tell me what's going on right now. <laughs> when he talks to the doctor, that always cracks me up. Like they're in the middle of like saving Bruce's life. And he's like, so walk me through like what you're doing right now. And it's like, Jeff, dude, like priorities, man. <laughs> like, can, we, can the doctor just do like the doctor thing? Well, you can tell you how know? bad it is. Whether or not Jeff does that, because if Jeff is just like, like not saying anything <laughs> and he's just like walking around, like pacing, it's like, oh, this is really bad. You know, yeah. if if Jeff is like screaming for medical or screaming for help, that's that means he's concerned. If he's sitting next to the doctor saying, hey, why don't you give me a play by play as you're doing this? Like everybody knows the person's going to be fine. <laughs> It kind of feels like like Gene's territory. It's like, hey, hey, walk me through what they're doing right now. Like, tell, explain that call to me right there. What, are, what that IV? What is what is that in? You know, like what what's going on? And it's just like just cracks me up every time. Um, but yeah, anything else in this episode? No, I think we've pretty much covered it. I would just like to say that uh, my current power rankings for chances to win are Carolyn. Danny, Franny, and Carson. Ooh. Carolyn, Danny, Franny, Carson. Interesting. I don't think that's a bad four. I don't think anybody on Raw 2 is going to win it except for like Carson probably has the best chance there. That's me just banking that Matthew isn't a real contender. Yeah. Yeah. And like Franny may win and Matt is like simping for her. So she's got like a number one ally for sure. She got a jury vote for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, And then we got Carson who's seems somewhat smart, but maybe that's just, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if he's like a Cochran smart or if he's just like a, a, you know, a a really nice try hard kid. Um, That is smart. Uh, And then we'll see Danny. Yeah. And Carolyn, Carolyn, 
Man, what a what a wild year this is, man. What a wild season this is. I'm thrilled. I'm happy about it. These are pretty good seasons. We're four episodes in. How are we feeling on the season? I'm I like it a lot. I think I like it better than trying to think how I felt uh, the last few seasons, but I people don't like 41. The people liked 42 better than 41. I disagree. I really liked 41. I think that it's right up there with 41 for me. Uh, right so far, like I think that 42 and 43 were not quite on the level of 41 in this season. I think 42 is honestly my least favorite, um, since the new era, but maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just making this up at this moment. Yeah. I mean, I, I like it probably similar to 41 too. I think that this one seems much more unpredictable than the rest of them. Like in season 41, even there were like, there were top dogs, you know, there were, there were strategists, there were people that maybe I didn't like, but like they were good at the game and I kind of see like, oh, well, this is going to be fun when they hit each other. And this season is like completely different. It's like, I have no idea what's going to happen. Like none, zero. Like this is just kind of crazy and it's anybody's game or maybe it's Carolyn's and I'm just not seeing it yet, you know? Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, do want to shout out uh, the Vanderbilt Commodores? They did lose today in the NIT to UAB. Um, so anchor down, everybody. Um, it's been a great ride. Hopefully, all you guys will come back next year, and we'll we'll, we'll saddle up again. Uh, Michael, how's your bracket? I haven't looked at my bracket, but uh, recently, but after the second round, I haven't looked at it. But I will say that at at one point fairly late in the day and this actually might have been at the end of day one i was in the 99th percentile on espn wow i think i'm i think i'm somewhere in the 50s or 60s now but for a brief moment in time there my biggest mistake this season was putting texas a&m in my final four and i brought i brought that one on myself i i fully can own that i brought that on myself when it like if like I don't think I'll ever pick a seed that low to make the final four again. Like <laughs> they're, you really they're a get seven lucky seed for a seat for a reason. I I was uh-huh. like high. I was like, man, because Texas A&M played probably their best game of the season against Vanderbilt, I guess. And and they yeah. were just shooting the lights out. And that was really the only game I watched of Texas A&M this season. And then when they yeah. played Penn State, it was like Penn State was playing their best game of the whole season and shooting the lights out against Texas A&M. And I was like, crap, what have I done? Yeah. I made a mistake. So I made a mistake on that. But like, if I hadn't done that, my bracket would be so good. But I did that. Um, if yeah. I had just picked Texas to to make it to the Sweet 16 and then Texas to make the Final Four, I'd be feeling great about my bracket right now. Uh, because I think I've, uh, I think I've got, I mean, Alabama's still in. So like, you know, if you get your national championship champion, right, which I still feel great about my pick in Alabama. If you get them right on ESPN, like your numbers skyrocket. You're like in the top half, like Like, no matter what. And that's if you had a bad bracket before, which I don't have a bad bracket. Yeah. Uh, I think it's very interesting. They kind of screwed Texas A&M. Penn state was on a heater. And Texas was the two seed that they would have played anyway, and they're really, really good and on a heater. So, yeah, 
that like this 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 year's been crazy. My bracket's probably the worst I've ever done, and we'll still probably be okay. If Alabama wins the national championship, we'll be okay. But probably the worst I've done in a long time. And uh, yeah, it's just been it's been a fun one. Shout out Fairly Dickinson, sixteen over one. The the Knights, baby, let's go. You just can't trust Purdue. That's what I've learned. Purdue is is Matt Painter. Everybody talks about Tony Bennett and Virginia tanking and like like choking. No, dude, it's Matt Painter. Like, look his his record is horrible in the NCAA tournament. Look, all I'm saying is if you're number one seed, but you have as little melanin on your team as Purdue. You aren't going to win like that. Like <laughs> if you like seriously, what were people thinking putting them in, even in the final four? Like, what are you doing? I watched enough basketball well, this season to know that like I, all I had to do was look at their, look at them play one game. And I was like, I test this team ain't it. Well, okay. So here's the thing. I had them in the final four. I changed it from Duke to them, which I mean, the Duke pick wouldn't have been any better. Let's just be real. Um, but it would have been one like, round better. Edie, Edie's amazing, but he's, he's such like, he's, there are limitations with him that you can exploit. He's really good at what he does. He's got, he got a double, double, like every game, but like two this season, like there are things that he does that are so good, but if the balls are bouncing the opposite side of him and that they're denying the ball, and if they're forcing him to guard their biggest guy who is six six and can shoot it and is quick, there are problems, you know? And that's what I love about the NCAA tournament. Coaching matters. Like experience matters. They had freshman guards and they turned them over like crazy. Like I just love the NCAA tournament so much. And and this past weekend it just it just confirmed everything for me. You know? There is ne- there will never be a year where I'm like you know what? I'm okay. I'll sit out the NCAA tournament this year. I don't need to watch. No. That's like, I don't know how many years I'm going to live after this, but that's how many tournaments I'm going to watch. And that's how many tournaments I'm going to absolutely love. And I'm so grateful that we have March Madness because my life wouldn't be as bright without it. One of these years, I need to just grind take from January to March. I don't... I've decided that non-conference does not matter for like how you actually do in the tournament. It depends whether you make it or not. I just need to grind tape for like three months in these one of these next few years and just like see how good I can do. Uh, I've done that and your results won't really matter that much. But yeah, this has been the Clean Years of Spoken. My name's Joel, that's Michael, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Have a good one. The Clingers have spoken.